0: Bing, 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 bing,
1: bing. No, that's, uh, that's the Iron Dome going off, isn't it?
0: Isn't that how the Iron
1: Dome works? The guy's guy with the missile and he goes, and then the Iron Dome goes bing, 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 and it fucking bang, bang, bangs it <laughs> to <into> the ground. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. He is the dumbest. He is the smartest, greatest, strongest man
0: who've ever lived. <laughs> and you know it.
2: It's the truth.
0: The bragging about the cognitive test. That's yeah. what I don't get. He goes to a rally and brags about how he, he was able to recognize what a whale was. Yeah.
1: I haste it!
2: <laughs> Guys, look, I'm officially not demented. <laughs> Sign me up. 12
3: more years.
2: 12 more years. 12.
3: Trump forever. Yeah. Trump forever.
2: I thought I was being generous with 12.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, remember, time ends when he dies. So...
2: Oh. All right. Well, then, who knew I would make it to the end?
0: (laughs) Hello, everyone, and welcome to the profane argument podcast a.k.a. the Soaring Eagles of Freedom, for Tuesday, January 23rd, 2024. My name is Ray, and along with me are... I'm Karen.
1: I'm Jared. This
2: is Ian.
0: On this podcast, we talk about news, politics, and religious nonsense, and give opinions from a secular point of view. If you'd like to join in on our conversation, you can sign up on our Patreon page, which allow you to chat with us directly while we record on Discord, Tuesday nights right around 9 p.m. Eastern Time. If you can't do that, you could still post something to our Facebook page or tweet at profane arg. Uh, this week, well, later on, I've got like a ton of state news updates mm. and also open AI and AI in general trying to protect us from AI. Mm. Interesting.
1: <laughs> I hear that AI <laughs> yeah. is in everything these days.
0: Yeah. 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 Pretty much is. Which Uh, which
1: I I'll guess we'll get to that story. (laughs) Okay.
0: Uh, But first, let's talk about a more fun fact article from the Skeptical Inquirer. I just, I I thought this would be an interesting start. Uh, There are some fun winter facts that uh, this article goes over. First, are all snowflakes really unique? That's a a winter thing that people say all the time. As it turns out, it's likely true. Uh, It goes through the process of how snowflakes are formed and how water vapor condenses as they fall through the sky and the different shapes it can take. So there you go. There's an answer to, uh, to a trivia question about that. If you'd like to, you know, impress your kids or whatever, you can not only say that they're all unique, but back it up with actual... Well, you can, actual data, yeah, I but it's like.
1: What, I, but I thought that's why they said that because there was actual data
0: behind that, right? Right. There um, well, sure
3: Yeah, they did the math on the possibilities, basically. But I mean, uh, is it possible that two snowflakes have fallen in the on the Earth in the oh. past that are identical? Yes. Yes. But it's like proving there's not a teapot flying around the the sun. It's just you know you can't prove a negative, and I think a, a, an interest and in kind of an other interesting factoid is what is it Would you deal out a deck of cards. The chances of dealing out the same identical hand is like the odds of that are like less than the the number of grains of sand on the beaches or something crazy. And mathematics and statistics are powerful things.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, because as you deal a deck of cards, as you deal out the hands, the the difference in the hands it's exponential. Mm. So for every card dealt and every player playing, it it multiplies. So yeah, it's uh. Math is is actually very interesting. Tis. Oh, look at you <laughs> nerds. A <laughs> hey, fun fact I love playing cards. I'm sorry. I'm totally no, no, no. I, nerdy I, I'm, I'm when it comes to.
1: You too. To... <laughs> you two, I'm sorry. You two just sounded like such a nerdy pants you're like, "Sometimes math is fun too and let me show you how." <laughs> <laughs> when the kids like, "But video games are really fun." You're like, "But math is fun too." <laughs> <laughs> put down your fortnights
0: <laughs> uh, another fun <laughs> fact for Christmas there are 1500 varieties of mistletoe and they're all parasitic
1: yeah what <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah m- mistle if you're yeah, in the mistletoe is not only poisonous but it's parasitic to other plants
3: yeah if you're in the southern United States if you look up in the trees in the wintertime you'll see these balls of um, leaves clump together, that's mistletoe. And it just
0: grows on trees. Using the tree's nutrients for itself. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Uh, They have a fun fact about why do fruitcakes last so long? It's an interesting little thing. Uh, So, basically, a fruitcake was designed, it's made with a ton of sugar, um, and they're extremely sweet, and this uh, acts as a preservative, and it prevents germs and 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 um what am i trying to think of bacteria mm. uh from forming so yeah that's why it lasts so long
3: and you cooked it to death so you cooked out anything that <laughs> originally lived in it so
1: <laughs> i've never had a fruitcake are they really as bad as people make them out to be
3: no if you no, like
1: kind of
0: yummy
3: yeah they're just a little they're cluey, clingy and dry-ish it's weird
0: right you got to really be in the mood mm they yeah, don't taste bad should just it's there's
2: a te- sliding scale of fruitcakes. Oh yeah. There's awful fruitcakes, and there's. Ah, I'm okay that I ate that fruitcakes.
0: <laughs> uh, fun fact: the eyes of Arctic reindeer are gold in the summer and turn blue in the winter, that, to improve their eyesight in low light winter conditions. Cool. I I, I got nothing on that. I just no. thought it was that's interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, is nutmeg hallucinogenic? Uh-oh. Do you know?
2: Absolutely. 100% yes. What? Openly advocate against it.
0: Why did I know Ian would know this?
2: What, if you smoke it? No, you grind it into something that your friend calls space
1: paste. Ugh. And it is a long 18 hours. <laughs> no. I won't even. Thanks, Ian. I won't even put that shit in my coffee now. what you just <laughs> said. Thank you.
0: So according to the article, the minimum dosage that can be Psychogenic uh, is around five grams of ground nutmeg, which is it then contains two milligrams of meristocin. I don't, it anyway, that's the chemical that causes the hallucinations. So, unless you're using some serious recipes this holiday, you should be all right. <laughs>
3: yeah,
1: totally yeah, fine. Yeah, it has to I be won't purposeful. Even, I won't even take CBD oil. I'm so fucking paranoid. <laughs> that's fair.
3: Do you, do you, man?
1: <laughs> I know. I hear the shit's great though. <laughs>
0: Uh, and the last one, it's just kind of interesting. Why does hot chocolate almost always have undissolved powder at the bottom? Um.
3: Math. I mean, it's, you know, too much in it to to precipitate. It has to precipitate out. Oh.
0: So as the water or the whatever you're suspending the, the hot chocolate powder in, as it cools, uh, the cooling cause it to be less soluble. So uh. it it causes the powder to reform because the, the liquid just can't hold it as it cools. Hmm science.
3: But chocolate goop at the bottom. Mm, yummy.
2: Also science.
0: <laughs> right. I don't see <laughs> I don't know that that's really a bad thing. Yeah. Anyway, I just thought it was nice, you know, a nice fun start a few christmasy wintery facts.
1: I felt like at the end said January.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's true. Well, that's when they posted it. I can't I can't do it in advance if they don't <laughs> post it. So
1: It's amazing to me how much shit I've learned from popular media as opposed to schooling mm. went out. Cause when you were talking about the mistletoe, I'm like, the only reason I know mistletoe is poisonous is from Batman returns. <laughs> it has not, <laughs> nothing to do that was told to me in science class. <laughs> <laughs> Most of what, what I know about Mormons, I learned from South Park.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, wow. yes,
1: but I heard that's a good majority of the country as well.
0: Yeah, it is. Uh, Grinch is correct. It is super saturated when it's, when it is hot, it can be super saturated. That is absolutely correct. All right, let's get on to the actual, a few follow-ups, Texas, Texas and their chaplains uh, in the schools instead of guidance counselors. Mm, Another school district, the Houston independent school district has uh, their board managers voted to prevent uncertified chaplains from serving as school counselors. That? So that Yay. will not be happening anywhere near Houston.
3: No well, city. Not surprising. As far as I know,
0: that's the second school district, but I imagine that this is a, a cons- being considered in a, many districts across the state. I mean, if nothing else. Save money. Come on, Catholics. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, not Catholics. Fundament- fundamentalists. Fundies. Well, true, but... Catholics don't have. I mean, when you think about Catholic Church, what's the first thing that comes to mind? Child Touching rape.
1: kids. <laughs> oh
3: yeah.
0: Oh I was no, right. I, I'm with Jared. <laughs> ner, ner, Kid uh, diddling.
3: I was thinking nuns hitting you on the back of the hand with a ruler, but your your story is
0: probably truer. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's just me and Jared, but that's the first thing I think of. <laughs> uh,
2: Great. Oh, well, I'm sorry. That's I, also uh, what I said. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I said child rape,
1: and then you guys both said. Oh. Variations
2: of that, <laughs>
0: okay. So Stop. three out of four people
2: yeah, agree
1: 100%. Yeah, unfortunately, I shotgun season three of uh, true detective this week, so yeah, child rape mm. is prevalent on my mind.
2: Oh,
0: sure. oh
1: god, don't cut that! <laughs>
0: <laughs> I didn't know why, and then I re round in my head, and I <laughs> <laughs> it got way funnier. <laughs> All right, Ian, this is a question that uh, is for you. This is another Uh article on the Skeptical Inquirer. The article is under Behavior and Belief. Should we lie to our kids? And uh, the reason this is for you is because you have an active child in your house. Um, Right. The types of lies. Let me give you some example uh, to protect the child's feelings, like saying that what they did on the piano was beautiful when it wasn't that much. Also, to gain behavioral compliance. So, saying something like, if you don't leave your sister alone, I'll call the police and they'll take you to jail. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, to av- I'm totally avoid- going to borrow that one. <laughs> to avoid parental embarrassment, saying the sky is blue because it's the bird's favorite color. <laughs> uh, or the endorsement of imaginary beings such as Santa Claus, Easter Bunny, Tooth Fairy, or God.
1: For sure. <laughs> I once had a friend tell me, he's like, if it's possible, I will have my son believing in Santa Claus till he's 42.
0: <laughs> so any opinion to give on that, Ian?
1: Yeah, I do. I, I,
2: especially that last part. Mm. Sometimes sometimes we perpetrate totally unnecessary myths just to see if we can. <laughs> we, we tried uh, the Valentine's monkey a couple years in a row. Where if you leave your shoes in the bathroom, he will come and fill it with toys.
3: That's amazing.
1: And uh Now wow. wait a minute. <laughs> wait, right. wait a minute, wait, wait. Did you completely uh, make that up whole cloth? Oh um no, about, I heard uh, about it from someone else. Okay, <laughs> well, because I'm just saying, like, were you just like fuck with the kid, see if he would believe you? Nope. <laughs> yeah, and then we went with that, and then so, when oh, he got wait, you know, so wait, did... yes, you did that just to fuck with the kid? Yeah, yeah, just for fun, just to give so him another reason to get... So he goes to school and starts talking about the Valentine's monkey? No, we, we,
2: no we, we, we got rid of it well before that. Okay. okay. But, um, like, on St. Patrick's Day, he sets out leprechaun traps. Mm. <laughs> so that's a little different.
1: <laughs> okay, I don't have any kids. So am I allowed to have an, an opinion on this? Yeah, oh, yeah tell absolutely. us more. I would say some of those lies are fine, the ones that you read, and some of them aren't. Yeah, like, well, I don't know, if a kid asked why the sky's blue, I don't know why you would make up something. Yeah. <laughs> right. When the Say,
3: answer there, is really... There's an answer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right? I, I, and the answer should be something along the lines of, I'm not sure I can explain it, but there's a scientific reason, and let's go look it up. <laughs> or
1: shit. I mean, just go as good as you can. Just go, well, when the light hits the atmosphere, it bends it, refracts it, it comes out blue. Now, that's mm. probably not the real scientific, science answer, it's but... It's close enough, Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why you would make that one up,
0: but... (laughs) Well, I think the idea is that you just don't want your kid to know that you don't know everything. Why? Yeah, why?
1: Okay, okay, that's fine.
0: (laughs) You should set expectations early, in my mind.
3: (laughs) I don't know everything, but I know how to look it up. Is a perfectly valid answer for most people's lives.
1: (laughs) The answer is in your back fucking pocket, dude. Right. Just look. Yeah. Um, but as far as, like, letting a child believe in fantastical things for a little bit, I don't have an issue with that at all. So, if you really did what, like, we're like, I know the answer to the sky thing, but I'm gonna tell the kid that we live in the eye of a giant? Of a (laughs) blue-eyed giant? Fucking, that's awesome, man, because if I was a kid, (laughs) I'd be like, what? (laughs) Yeah, I wish I had thought of that, but I think it's too late.
3: Mm. Yeah.
1: Well, listen, your kid's setting traps for leprechauns, and that's fucking thumbs up from me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Until one day he pulls a Charlie Kelly and then ties up a fucking midget in your basement. Under a glue trap.
0: That might be problematic.
2: Yeah, I'll, I'll try to wrap it up before then. <laughs>
0: Uh, In the article, it does talk about the psychological consequences of lying to children. And there are several studies talking about how uh, lying to kids can cause kids to uh, more likely lie to their parents. It's associated with a poor attachment to parents and poor satisfaction in the relationship. However, it also cites in these studies that all of these studies... Are done pretty much based on whatever the people taking the surveys, etc., answered. It's all self-surveyed. It's all self-reported. So mm. that means that there is a ton of inaccuracy. Just by default, people aren't going to tell you the worst parts of their, you know, their issues. Uh, and also, it doesn't really differentiate between lying. You know, as far as saying that you're piano recital was great, as opposed to lying to them about I'm going to call the cops on you and have them take you to jail. Like,
1: <laughs> Yeah, but I yeah. can even see an exacerbated parent being like, I've tried everything. I'm telling him I'm calling the cops on him and see what he does. Will he stop that?" <laughs> and there's also a difference between, it's like, yes, your piano recital was great, or then going yes, your piano recital was great and guess what? Sony Music called us, and they're going <laughs> to give you an album. <laughs> Right, (laughs) Like for years, well I shouldn't say years, probably a couple weeks I believe this, like my dad did some pretty, was not the greatest father but I did once ask him what happened to Bruce Lee, how did he die and my father told me that he had killed him because (laughs) Bruce decided to challenge him to a fight in the corral and and my dad shot him with a gun (laughs) and I believed that for a while. And it was wow. a fun belief, and it was great. It totally is. That's a gem. I mean, that I believe I that akin to the fucking Valentine's monkey. I was like, <laughs> you killed him, Dad? He's like, damn right. Came up here and challenged me, and I shot him.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's pretty amazing. As opposed
1: to, and again, I not to bring everything back to Donald Trump. Could you imagine, though? Being yeah. his kid and the shit that comes out of his mouth, twenty four seven.
0: I can imagine it because I've seen that kid's face. He look. He is the saddest kid I have ever seen. Are you talking about Baron?
1: I mean, he's got yeah. other yeah. kids. Yeah, but yeah,
0: Baron. The other well, one just
1: injured at this that point. That dude is a giant. He, he is, is enormous. A, oh my I mean, he's goodness! He's a baller, man. Holy <laughs> shit! But you know what? Does I, he push it like six seven. Yeah, he's
3: towering
1: yeah. over. He, I bet you Trump yeah. hates him now.
3: Yeah, yeah. I'm sure he does. That's why he
1: has to slouch. Yeah. Hold his head down.
3: Yep.
2: Other than the, than the crippling sadness.
3: <laughs>
1: um, I have seen also like parents who I I think the line that we're talking about, like the inner like the I'm the greatest at everything, our family is the greatest at everything, and mm. how that like and this child was just a fucking horrible little creature to be around. I fucking hated it. And I always attributed it to the way he was being raised and the, and the family. But then it turned out, as an adult, he turned out to be okay. So
3: Sometimes sometimes reality slaps people upside the head. It yeah. never, never happened to Trump or any of the other Trumps. But for a lot of people, yeah, reality smacks them. And they go, oh, crap. My parents lied to me. All right. Let me Reform my understanding of the universe.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, there's also sometimes another parent in the mix that might not be such an asshole. True. Hey, just this very week... <laughs> <laughs> my, mother, my mother's my mother been riding my ass about calling this doctor, and um, I'm like, yeah, 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 I'll call him, yeah, yeah, I'll call him, and this and that. And she's like, fine, don't call him, Jared. You'll get cancer, and then I'll wind up having to take care of you, and couldn't you not think of me, and all the things I'm going to have to go through, and I'm going to have to do this, and then at the end of the conversation, I go... Yeah, all that, and I'll have cancer, mom. She's like, What are you talking about? I'm like, Well, in this scenario, right, that we're talking about, that's so horrible, Mio, I'm like, I have fucking cancer, right? She's like, Shut up. Shut up, Jared. Wow. You have cancer, but you know who the real victim is? I'll have to take care of you. You're <laughs> It's it's true, Audrey. I don't read too much into because I know I will get apology after she sits down and self reflects for a little bit. And I did. She's like, "I'm sorry, you you you're right."
3: <laughs> Boomers being fools. Yep.
1: I was like, "Look at all the shit I'm gonna have to worry about you and the cancer." <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. Well, while we're the next thing that I've got while we're uh, kind of still in the fun mode, uh, here's a fun website. Uh oh. It's it's called Higgypop.com. I don't know why. <laughs> but it is paranormal, paranormal news, ghost hunting, and eerie entertainment. Ooh. Now why would I possibly promote this? <laughs> because generally I, I don't promote that sort of thing.
2: Um Because it's uh, something to do with Iggy Pop?
0: <laughs> yeah, no. Well, I uh. don't think so. And I still I have no idea why Higgy Pop is a is the name of it um somebody else will have to look that up but they actually uh, there's an article on it which was posted by the freedom from religion foundation that just it it makes it all fun they have an article on this describing that the burden of proof lies in the paranormal investigators hands so if you believe that there's a bigfoot or there are ghosts or whatever it's they have a full article explaining it's your job to prove that this exists not our job to, to believe you mm. until we find otherwise Sure uh, and just the fact <laughs> that that I feel is that like that
1: works for everything
0: It does but for a paranormal ghost hunting site to put that on their <laughs> their site and say look it's not our responsibility to believe you. It's your responsibility to provide proof. I, I mean, right there, they they get a lot of credit from me. So if you want to go to this site and look at all the fun paranormal stuff, sure, I totally am am aboard because they're not necessarily saying it's all true. They're promoting it as a fun eerie entertainment, and I I'm totally behind that. Sure, I think that's it's just different than a lot of like ghost hunter television or whatever which just assumes that you have to believe uh in order to enjoy the show
3: right you know, wander into the ufo subreddit for a while and whoa goodness gracious me <laughs> <laughs> i mean entertaining but these people take it seriously my goodness
1: yep and then those of us who always want to see a ufo never do
0: yep
1: or catch your leprechaun never caught one
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> i'll keep you posted
0: well, also under conspiracy theories, this uh, this one took me by surprise. There was a guy in Canada who posted conspiracy theories talking about, well, he claimed that the government was setting wildfires, deliberately setting wildfires in order to promote their climate crisis agenda. Climate crisis? Climate crisis agenda, yeah. Yeah, climate crisis. Yeah. Canada is saying there's a climate crisis. All the sweet talk you
1: make off that climate crisis. Yeah. Right. right. Who actually so did his, it, though?
0: <laughs> his theory was these wildfires were being set by the government so that they could say, look, and all the damage and blah, 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 blah. Uh, he just pled guilty to starting 14 wildfires. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at what our government is doing. Maybe you should set the lighter down before you.
3: uh. I mean, I don't understand. So, I mean, I I understand that there are people that like to set fires. But this is a convoluted way to advertise the fires that he set.
1: (laughs) I mean, what's the point in setting them if nobody knows you
3: did it? You got to leave some clues, right? I suppose. Yeah, it's such a... a, I mean, I don't understand pyromania, but... This is a weird spin on it.
0: <laughs> well, I, I can kind of understand pyromania if you, you know, if you're obsessed with it and you light a house on fire and then you stand back and you watch the house burn. Like, I I can get that if that's what, you know, if that's what you enjoy. I But a wildfire? Mm. uh, you, you can't be in the vicinity watching it. Like, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's way too dangerous. Yeah.
1: You can watch it on the news, though.
0: Well, I, guess I, a, guess. I guess
1: that's not the same as being right in front of it.
0: I wouldn't think so. Well, or was I, he so- setting
1: these wildfires because he wanted to blame the government and shut down the sweet money-making climate change?
0: Ah, uh, sure. Well, that's All right. definitely true huh. from his propaganda.
3: So he set fires in order to get the government to stop profiting off of climate change.
0: <laughs> to kind of spin it so that Everyone blames the government for the wildfires, and as it turns yeah. out, was him. I mean, that
2: seems reasonable.
0: What he I should have even said is...
2: with his full, even with his full admission,
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm
2: still suspicious
1: of the government.
0: <laughs> well, sure.
1: What he should have said when he got caught was, he's like, "Yeah, see, they've been paying me to light these fires. All fourteen uh-huh. of them." <laughs> <laughs> I that would
0: have been, been an interesting you, spin.
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: I like that.
0: All right, let's move on to some things in the news. I mentioned AI, specifically OpenAI. Uh, They plan on combating election misinformation coming up this year. So they have put out a new policy uh, forbidding companies or individuals from using OpenAI tools to impersonate candidates or local governments.
3: It's going to be Uh, rampant this year. I mean, it already happened in New Hampshire. I mean, what was oh, it? People uh,
1: with the with the Biden robocall.
3: Yeah, the Biden robocall telling the Democrats they didn't need to go and vote. <laughs> yeah, nice. No.
0: This policy also forbids lobbying or attempting to discourage voting or misrepresent the voting process, and has a plan to embed digital credentials into AI-generated images to make them easier to identify. Hmm. So now, I think that's a that's a decent step for, for you know for for the company itself to be doing this. Which company is it? Oh, OpenAI, the company. I'm with you, OpenAI. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I this only
1: about... works on old people though, right?
3: <laughs> I, I don't answer my phone hardly ever. So well, that's the thing <laughs> is
1: like who who the fuck answers their phone to a number they don't know, right? right. It says potential spam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, granted, yes, in please. my job, sometimes I'm like, eh, it could be a client, but if it's yeah. important, they'll leave a message, and then I'll know for sure. but like even like when they because you can attach video to these things now and like they never sound right they never look right I mean I'm sure one day they will be absolutely perfect but right now I'm like who's falling for this shit
3: well remember that the people the target are people using flip phones still so or crappy old you know uh, iPhone 5s handed down by their kids so the video is grainy and they can't see anyway because they don't have their readers on so parents are falling for it the boomers are falling for it and they're, they're susceptible to, to be fooled anyway, so.
1: Yeah.
3: Very yeah, we're, true. We're,
1: we're headed to a major collapse, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, just the world. Like, like, like when, when we're, I mean, like, it's bad enough that you can barely believe anything now that you hear and you have to do this, like, once this becomes, like, absolutely 100% perfect, just give up.
3: Yeah. <laughs> we're going to go back to face-to-face, All right?
1: Yeah. Well, Donald Trump will be lord of the world anyway, so it doesn't matter. <laughs>
3: I've no, had no, no, no. It'll be Putin. It will not be Trump. That's... Right.
2: No, I've had to revert to cash recently. Wow. Because everywhere I go, they're surcharging if you use a card.
0: Mm. Huh.
3: Really? It's
2: blowing my mind. I was like, fine. Yeah. I'll pretend like it's 1992 again and give you cash.
3: Made Dirty, me sad. gross, fecal-covered cash. I <laughs> prefer <laughs>
1: cash, to be quite honest with you.
3: Mm. Weird.
1: Just every time <laughs> I... just I don't know. I'm paranoid. Every time I go to a gas station... And I slide my card into the fucking, you know, oh. the machine. The, I'm always like, I hear stories about they put these little reader things on here, and I'm like, eh, eh.
2: Eh, does they it have do. a skimmer?
3: Yeah. It well, sounds like
1: something they would do.
3: Okay, so we'll go into public service announcement vein. Uh, don't Uh-oh. don't use your debit card anywhere, ever.
1: <laughs> That's okay. what I'm doing. W- what are you talking about? Why?
3: Because if somebody steals the debit card, they're stealing your money out of your bank account. If somebody steals your credit card, they're stealing the credit company's money. That's
0: two very different things.
1: Well, yeah. Well, listen, I mean, like, I, I can't even believe people have credit cards still these days. <laughs> the
0: The argument is, you know, well, the, bank, the bank's responsible for making sure I get my money back anyway. And that is true. However, in the meantime, you don't have the money.
3: And they're actually it, it, under very little obligation to do that. Yes, so.
0: and it's also a lot harder.
3: And a lot harder. Yeah. And you're, you have no cash. So, yeah, don't use your debit card. Leave it at home. Mm-hmm.
0: But if the credit card well, gets hey. stolen and they use the credit card's money, they have incentive to get their own money back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's all I have is my fucking debit card. <laughs> mm. That's, that is true for a lot of people. Yeah. Hey, I hear cash is on a comeback. <laughs> that
2: is, it's going to be huge in a couple years.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, next thing in news. Let's, uh, let's keep moving. Supreme Court, uh, they're looking to overturn a precedent, because of course they are. Like what 1984's Chevron Doctrine.
2: Uh-oh. This sounds bad for the environment. Yeah,
0: it does. Uh, so there was mm-hmm. a ruling. It was named for a case in 1984 involving the EPA uh, and their air pollution rules. It has been on the agenda of right-wing groups for a very long time. They want to overturn this precedent. The president... If I, if I recall this correctly, is basically, I don't have it in front of me, but it's basically the idea is if the EPA has a rule and it goes against some company, the company says that the rule is in violation of their rights or whatever, the Chevron doctrine is that unless it is really bad for the company, you should always rule with the EPA, Hmm. because they're not there to hurt companies they're there to protect not just the environment but our resources as a country so that's what the 1984 court case was about and the supreme court had ruled set a precedent that the epa should be on the winning side unless it's really detrimental for for the company um so of course they're trying to overrule that and i don't see i mean this is something that's going to be what six three easy i don't I would see. to have gone six
2: yeah six three is possible
0: Yeah.
2: yeah that's that's um yeah. yeah i'm not putting any hope in that turning out in a way that i would like i mean it, mostly just sadness
3: yeah I, I mean i think i think a lot of people don't remember what it was like i mean the <laughs> Lake Erie caught on fire. Exactly, that's exactly what I was trying to come up with. Lake Erie caught on fire because of pollution.
1: As God intended. <laughs>
3: <laughs> There's a a book called The Silent Spring, which kind of started off the environmental revolution. I, corporations do not have the best interests of the of the of the country and at ha- at heart. Just look outside, for Christ's sake. <laughs> <sighs>
0: Now, oh, this is their summary. When the meaning of the law is in dispute, the federal agency's interpretation should be giving should be given deference as long as it is reasonable. That's your quick summary. Sure.
2: There you go. That sounds reasonable.
0: <laughs> right. So, so without so it. So really, we need to overturn that.
3: I mean, so all of those um, badly capped wells in the Gulf of Mexico that um, the oil companies have just been ignoring and they've been slowly rotting. And every once in a while, one, you know, spills oil into the Gulf. They can just leave them now because it would cost them money to actually fix them. And mm. that's we can't do that. I mean, you know, to hell with the Gulf of Mexico. Let's just fill it, let it fill up with oil.
1: I, you know, as a real estate agent, I have to tell you, do you know how much cheaper houses would be if builders didn't have to follow any kind of guidelines? Oh, sure. <laughs> you know what I'm <laughs> sure. saying? Yeah. Like, you could be able to buy a house for, like, nothing, man. <laughs> It'd be great.
3: Make them out be of tar paper. safe. <laughs> yeah, but put put your flimsy deck up. Stick your hot tub on it. No problem.
1: Yeah, I mean these these guidelines, regulations. They're just hurting the market.
0: They are. Yeah. Sarkaz, Check out the post I office. It's not
1: making it. any money for us.
0: Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is a hard transition. I was trying to think of one. I got nothing. <laughs>
1: um, okay. <laughs>
0: It's good news. Well, and part of the reason I don't have anything is because I don't, I probably don't know many of the details on this. Uh, Karen, you originally put this in here. I added an article from Ars Technica because it came up in my religious stuff as well, but I really didn't look at it because I was hoping you could run with it. (laughs) Can you tell me about this midwife? (laughs) Yeah. Heads up would have been nice, but okay.
3: (laughs) Um, So this story is about a midwife in uh, Long Island who was signing off on vaccination records, but not actually doing the vaccinations. Instead, she was giving people homeopathic homeopathic pellets, and she did this to a lot of people, hundreds of school-aged kids. Went to school not having measles vaccines, but having the paperwork provided by this midwife. She was just fined $300,000 for falsifying the vaccine records of hundreds of school aged children. So it's a good news, bad news kind of story.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's approximately 1,500 school aged children
3: throughout New York State.
0: Throughout the state of New York.
3: Yep. So th- that's not even considering the people that got exceptions to getting vaccines for their children. These are people that didn't bother to get exceptions. They just got a midwife t- to give them pellets.
1: The sign off on nonsense? Yeah. 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 Did they think they were actually getting the vaccine or were they like, oh, here's a way to skirt this
3: vaccine thing? <clears throat> yeah, a little of column A, a little from column B. Yeah.
0: Wow. <laughs> I'm thinking the column B is pretty low, but I think a lot of them were just like, hey, I can do this and get away with it. Yeah, um, I'm sure some of them were like this is a homeopathic vaccine it's clearly just as good <laughs> my doctor midwife told me that it was just as good you know
1: <laughs> were we always this dumb <laughs> or, yeah, I, I yeah. Mean, I, maybe it was just <laughs> bright eyed optimism as I was growing up but like even into my 20s like I just felt like we were really on an upward trajectory as okay. a species and then all of a sudden like Did we just get, like, really dumb all of a sudden?
3: You watched a lot of Star Trek, though, didn't you?
1: Not until I was 18. Yeah, but...
3: Okay. But that kind of show paints a rosy picture of the future. And I used to believe in the goodness of human beings, and then, you know, religious wars, and I've changed my mind.
1: (laughs) But, okay, I mean, like, no, I never thought human beings were good, but I didn't think we were this dumb. Like, I just feel like... (laughs) Like so there's been a backslide. Yeah, like just I just feel like all of a sudden, like collectively, like were they putting something in the water It just made everybody get sorry? But just fucking retarded, man. <laughs>
3: yeah, <laughs> it's New Math's fault. I mean, I, I partially blame, you know, it's it's all an education. It's it's education. The educational system has failed in this country. <laughs>
2: That's a true, that's the true story. Mm.
0: That, uh, th- that is true. I'm curious what you mean by the new math fault. <laughs> <laughs>
3: well, it, new math came about, came about at the same time that they started, you know, federal regulations on how schools should be taught, which I I think in general is a good idea, but it made the it made the schools teach for the test, not teach to teach.
0: I don't think well, that was happening when I was in school let alone like i don't think common core math i think mm. is a good approach now how i would say that it was it that it didn't help in this is that it was an excuse because parents would look at common core math and go i don't what? get it you're teaching mm. my kid gibberish and that was their excuse to move them away from being educated
1: mm. how am i going to lie to my kid that i'm a math genius <laughs> <laughs> See, lying to your kid, and <laughs> yeah.
0: math is fun. It all circles back.
1: <laughs> I told my kid that I killed Albert Einstein in the corral <laughs> after he lost the <laughs> math contest to me.
0: All right. Yeah, we're, we're actually a little later than I expected. Let's move on to some politics. Hey, talking about people who are stupid, Donald Trump...
1: Ah, see, we knew he'd come up.
0: ...appears to have uh, <laughs> won New Hampshire? Yes.
1: Oh, Really?
0: Yeah. Yep. Not by a huge but amount.
1: What's the uh, number?
3: Let me pull it up. That'll take a moment. He was at
0: 53%. 44% reporting. He's currently at 53%. Yeah. Ron, DeS- Ron DeSantis still has 0.7%, and Chris Christie has 0.2%. <laughs> <All> right.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, Nikki Haley had 40- 45% of the
3: vote. Trump repeated no. it. so it's it's certainly not a you know a ninety three percent situation, which
0: is interesting, which is I good, think, but then again, it's New Hampshire,
3: right, and I think she'll do as about as well in South Carolina because uh, it's her home state, but after that things will go downhill,
1: and then she endorses trump it, yeah, yes, probably. and then
3: she endorses Trump, yeah
1: <laughs> are we all anxiously waiting for the Ted Cruz-esque picture of Ron DeSantis phone banking for Trump. (laughs) (laughs) For Trump? Yeah, a man who uh, referred to him, who uh, kind of suggested that he might be a pedophile at one point.
0: (laughs) Yeah. A pedophile, or even maybe gay. Yeah. (laughs) Wow.
1: It's amazing because there's a video out there of just like six days ago of DeSantis being like, yeah, he fucking says shit about you all the time, but then as soon as you kiss the ring, he says great things about you. Cut to Trump going, (laughs) I want to congratulate Ron DeSantis on bowing out of the race. He's a great guy. He's a great guy. We love Ron DeSantis. I'm officially retiring Ron the
3: sanctimonious. (laughs) I'm Meatball Ron and all the other ones.
0: Little D, which I still don't quite get, but okay. And the next thing with Trump, something that he did at a – I think this was at a rally in New Hampshire, actually – he uh, totally confused Nancy Pelosi and Nikki Haley. Now we discussed this a little bit pre-show, but there was a suggestion that he realized that he was talking about Nikki Haley, and that's that my he just theory. ran with that's it. That's my mm. that's
1: my theory.
0: Well, he can't admit that he made a mistake. The sound
1: hypothesis, no. because I, I I feel like anytime Trump fucks up, because he'll never just go, you know, like when he'll say like uh, what he calls his own social media platform. Troth central instead of truth central (laughs) he just won't go oh i'm sorry i mean truth central like he never said like oh yeah that's not what i meant i meant this and then he then in order to prove that he's right he has to say it three four more times so i think that's what i think happened with the nancy pelosi thing but it's also funnier to just think that he just was like confused but he also said he was running against obama one one time
0: right Right. you know i mean
3: it, uh, are they purposeful gaffes to keep in in, in the, because the, otherwise his speeches are pretty much not being covered by the you know, the mainstream media.
0: No. So, not I, I, a chance. Yeah. I, I don't believe that in any way that he's doing this whole purpose. No, and is. it's
1: funny that I see, it's funny because I sort of live in like a weird bubble mm. that I didn't realize because I, I there are channels that I watch that love to show me Trump fucking up his speeches. <laughs> it's, when a new one comes out, they're like, A sweaty Trump makes no sense. So, and then I hear, then I listen to another podcast, they're like, these mainstream uh, outlets are not covering Trump speeches, which they should be, to remind everybody how much they hate him. And I'm like, God, I see one every day where he's fucking shit up, but I guess I'm living (laughs) in my own little YouTube bubble. Likely, yes. Mm. Because I get to see all the fuck, I mean, he, I mean, like, the dude is almost 80 years old.
3: Yeah. Right? Yeah. And his family there's history a, of dementia, so, yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's a good chance that he's, I mean, he's old. Yeah. I mean, Biden makes fuck-ups, too. I don't know if he makes up as many as Trump,
2: but.
3: No. I mean, you and, know. And and he
2: gives him a run for his money.
3: But he also then acknowledges that he. Yeah. And he's got a stutter, so, right. you know, shit happens. He's, he's, a, he's
1: a normal human person. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's. Trump is a weird, weird dude. That's the thing with Biden. He can always go back and like, hey, man, give me a, give me a break. I'm a fucking stutterer. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> All right, what was the next thing about Trump?
1: Total asshole. Was that the next thing? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Apparently, there was a supporter, and again, I I don't know if this was in New Hampshire. I think it was. A supporter yells, yells out during the uh, rally, 12 years instead of four more years. Hmm. Right. 12 years of Trump. He then laughed at that and said, you're right. That's very interesting. Don't say that too loud. They'll start saying he wants more. He's a fascist. You know, they love to call me a fascist. And then he goes on about fascists for a while. The fascists are people that will do what they're doing to a political opponent. So he's saying that the Democrats are fascists.
1: Now, let me go pray some fascists for you.
0: (laughs) So he doesn't know what fascism is. He doesn't.
1: (laughs) I know. But also, remember, when he was president, he said something when Zizhen... Higgins got voted in as president for life. He's like, "Ooh, I like the sound of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he, you know, so I don't know why this is so shocking that the 12 year, like, it's like, yeah, yeah. if he could have his way, he would totally be president forever.
3: Well, I mean, he's already said he's going to be a dictator for a day, which fine. <laughs> you Although mean I do. You- <laughs> uh,
1: no, th- I-, I mean, like, listen, whether he wins or not, I'm, you know, I, I fluctuate back and forth on that every day. But I'm just like, thank God he's probably going to die soon.
0: Yeah.
3: Like, not healthy. He
1: Right. whether Regardless of being healthy or not, he's almost 80, man. And that's, you know, time is working against you at this point. Sure. And I'm like, if he was like Vivek Ramaswamy's age, who's Ugh. like 38, like, oh, that would be frightening. I mean, it's frightening, but it's not as frightening.
0: Right. Well... It's still frightening, because he could then just turn it over to whoever. I mean, with the changes that they're planning on making.
1: But does anybody else got the the fucking sauce like like him? How's that? Like, does anybody else have the sauce like him, though? No. Like, I feel like if he were gone, the Republican Party would be like, we have to make sure that this never fucking happens again. And, like, I just don't know if there's anybody out there that could just do what he does. That That... I mean, it's it's amazing what he did. That he got people who never voted to, who never paid attention to this shit, who love NASCAR and wrestling, and turn it into that, and get them to vote, and not only that, continuously vote. That's I like mean, a genius. I mean, an accidental genius, I should say,
3: an ironic genius.
1: <laughs> right. I mean, like that's the that's the core of what they cannot figure out with
3: him. Right. I mean, is he- that he. Trump Trump Jr. actually said that he was going to run in 2008. He floated that balloon in a speech a little while ago. And There's no way. Not going to happen.
1: He does not have it, man. No. I don't know what it is. I don't know why.
3: I mean, the dude's unique, man. Yes, he is. And I mean, DeSantis tried to fill the shoes, failed miserably. Uh, Jr. is kind of talking about it. He's not going to happen. The
1: the, closest person I saw get was Vivek Ramaswamy. I swear. yeah, but they... and he and even still, he was like people are like, "Nah,
3: nah, he's a right.
1: dud. You little twerp. It's a total you're, dud. You're not pulling it off. Plus, you're brown." Well, that's why yeah, cult...
0: Trump's Trump's base can't even pronounce that name. Like, right? They right. won't even try. So, that's,
3: but it's why cults often fail is because the 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 leader of the cult dies, and people kind of right. wander off. Scientology is kind of a unique one that it made it to you know leader number two, but most of them die out after the after the leader dies, because. He's the central hub of the crazy. When he dies, they'll disperse. We can help. Yeah. I mean,
1: they'll, no, I think they'll still stick together, but they'll just lack that focus, the, the cohesion after a while because yeah. they're just won't. Someone's going to try, but they're not, not I mean, going to As work. of right now, I don't see anybody who could, who's who got the riz like him, man.
3: No. What who, who is it? Hilly Stefanik is supposed to be his um, VP choice of, of du jour. <laughs> we'll see if that sticks for a few yeah, more her, months but her, or
1: tim scott tim scott i hear is uh in the running
3: oh yeah what Ooh. was the... did did he just propose to his girlfriend so now he's got actually going to be married so that hurdle has been crossed
1: <laughs> yeah yeah I, I saw the picture going I, the funniest thing was someone's like yeah this looks like a practice shot for what he's going to do to trump yeah get down on his hands and knees and beg
0: <laughs> what a
1: fucking piece of shit tim scott is
0: yeah, yeah true <laughs> Really? I think Saturday Night Live did did real justice when they had the reaction their their impression of Tim Scott's reaction when he found out that uh, Trump was going to have his vice, last vice president winched.
3: Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> I just i don't i don't see it happening. Way too much of Trump's uh, advisors mm. are completely racist. I don't see how he could get Tim Scott. I mean, you know, prove me wrong, but.
1: Uh, what I heard, or, or like, a theory being floated around as why he might take Tim Scott is, like, he's helpful in getting some votes. Sure. Right? But he's also never going to steal the spotlight away from Trump. And that's what, I think that's what he loved about fucking, uh... Pence. Pence. Yeah. Was Pence. (laughs) Old old milk toast, Mike Pence. Yeah, (laughs) he was a piece of fucking
3: cardboard. Yeah. (laughs) He had a spine one day. Phew.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and... Listen, from what I understand, we came seriously close to him doing what he should not have done. Yeah, yeah
0: very so, close. He was calling I, people and asking if he could.
3: Yeah, yeah, Dan Quayle.
0: He called <laughs> Dan Quayle. Said Dan, Dan
3: yes. Quayle.
2: <laughs> Another legend.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
2: oh, forever changed the landscape of the word potato.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> you don't remember that character? I do. There's no e. Oh wow. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, moving, if we're done with Trump, I'm going to move on to problem number two in the <sighs> Republican Party, hmm. uh, in Biden. my mind at least. <laughs> uh, Mike Johnson again, I'm not leaving him alone yet. Nor
2: should no you. No need, I think he's evil. Yeah. yeah.
0: The, well, what is it? The Free Thought Caucus, the Congressional Free Thought Caucus, wrote up a, basically a white paper talking about uh, the speaker, the current speaker of the House, Mm. And how he is a danger to the future of democracy. They have sections on uh, the church and state separation, using public education or public resources to promote evangelical Christianity, uh, curtailing civil rights and liberties in the name of religion, undermining democracy and the extreme Christian nationalist agenda. Uh, it's it's an interesting paper that they wrote up. There's a link that will be on the web page for the uh, the PDF to it. Yeah, I agree with absolutely everything they have in here. They basically made up a, a whole list of things that he has done, detailed it out, categorized them, and explain <laughs> how he is and what he's doing is a danger to our democracy. So good for them. And it's coming from a caucus in Congress. Right. The website is on house.gov. <laughs> yes. <laughs> nice. Yes, it is. I don't know how – how did he
3: manage to get the continued resolution? I'm curious about that. How did he actually wrangle the the far right of his party? Because they didn't get what they wanted. And I'm guessing the answer is that Trump called them and told them to support this numbnut because he would deliver the evangelical voters for Trump. That I mean, My guess is that's the loop that happened.
0: Well, but. I think a, a cohesive piece of this is the Federalist Society backing mm. people – like like mike johnson i think there's a you know there, there's not just the federalist society but there's a couple organizations like what's the family one defend defending family defensive family yeah of. something like that there are a couple organizations like that who get a ton of money from republican supporters who then do everything they can to sway the republicans in office so yeah i don't i, I mean you're probably not far off with the whole trump if, if trump mm. backs him then everybody has to back him.
3: Yeah, they all they all fell in line. But they're down to a three person majority at this point because people are retiring and leaving and dying and cancer treatments and whatnot. Yeah, or I being felt kicked like out. That that,
1: that played into it more than anything.
3: Sure, they had to be cohesive because there wasn't enough
0: wiggle room. Do they still have three? I thought it was down to like one.
3: Uh, For a couple of days, it was down to one because somebody was in the hospital and something else was going on. But they are typical running. They're at three majority.
0: Gotcha. All right. Let's head on to uh, the state news that I mentioned before. Um, I don't have all the details of this. I don't know if you do, Karen, but in Kentucky, uh, Republicans are trying to push the legalization of property owners- Killing homeless people? How does yes. this make sense?
3: Yeah, there's some numbnut in Kentucky that's trying to, you know, pass a bill that basically you, know, to allow. So if if you are squatting in somebody's empty home, you're you're allowed to kill people. you uh, allow the use of force. Yeah, I actually wrote it up and provided that as a bill, HB five, Safer called- Kentucky Act. AKA well, they're, not, they're the, not humans.
1: They're akin to rats. I mean,
3: you know rats? The, the Kentucky
0: Purge? Is that what?
3: Yeah. And vermin is the, the proper term that we're using at the moment for people that uh, are less than human. Yeah.
0: What is the current
2: non-murder recourse for squatters? <laughs> um, Call the cops and have them round them
1: up and get them out? Yeah. But Oh, wasn't that using force? Yeah, but I can't go in there and shoot them. Right. Oh, right. And not go to jail. Right, for sure. That seems irresponsible. (laughs) I don't think we should allow that.
3: Right, that's what they're asking for. They're asking for the homeowner, give them the right to use force up until, you
0: know...
2: Lethal force? Lethal force,
3: yeah.
2: Ooh, that's too much. Yeah, this actually says... Medium force is inappropriate.
0: In the act, it says deadly physical force is justifiable if a defendant believes mm. that someone is trying to dispossess them of their property or ro- attempt a robbery or committing arson. Yeah. It, it, that's the wording. If they believe. Yeah. So all you have to do is kill the person and then say, well, that was my belief. They were, yeah. they were setting fire to my property, so I killed them.
1: Also, I asked Ian to come over and then I asked him to leave and he wouldn't leave, so he was squatting, <laughs> so I shot him.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's really unbelievable. I mean, okay. listen,
1: I, I don't know if we talked about this last week, but who was the the guy, the congressman that brought up the bill to marry your cousin?
3: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> was that? Yeah, where was that? It was Oklahoma, I think.
1: <laughs> it might have been a state guy, but
3: <laughs> <laughs> state, yeah, it was. Yeah, Oklahoma. I forget where it was. Yeah, that should be easy to find. Marry your cousin, Bill. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Kentucky, okay.
2: Oh, same Kill state. homeless people and <laughs> marrying your cousin. I mean, marrying your cousin. Yep. Those homeless people are potential competition for marriage to your cousin. Get them out of the way.
0: I don't remember this being. I don't remember putting this in the list. I don't know if maybe Karen put it in here. Uh, the next thing what? I have is actually in Oklahoma. Ah. Uh, a state senator has authored a bill to limit the freedom of the press. Uh, according to what I understand, it would propose requirements for the media outlets. They would need to submit a, to criminal background checks, quarterly drug tests, require them to file a license for uh, from the Oklahoma Corporation Commission, obtain $1 million in liability insurance, and attend eight-hour propaganda-free safety training developed by PragerU. Wow!
3: Wow! <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's called the Common Sense Freedom of Press Control Act. <laughs> I would say that would not pass a First Amendment test.
1: <laughs> I mean, well, I understand that our audience is pretty savvy, and they probably know mm-hmm. already. But there might be a few new listeners. Prager, you not a university?
0: No. <laughs> it's basically an online right-wing propaganda machine, right? Like, yep. yeah, no,
1: by Dennis Prager. It's all yeah. it is. Yeah. but they also go out and put down educational stuff for kids that some schools use. It's
3: quite disturbing. Yeah, media as in, and is that that was the, those are the requirements for an individual um, contributor. Media outlets would also need to pay two hundred fifty thousand dollars for a license every year and obtain fifty million dollars in liability insurance. Wow.
0: Yeah, I I find it amusing. I mean, the name of the 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 act or the bill. I'm I'm amazed that they put. Part of it is actually what it's doing. Like (laughs) it starts off with the common sense freedom of that's just soaring eagles of freedom, right? That's why we made soaring eagles of freedoms because the the right wing does this all the time. But they actually put the ending of the title is press control act. Right.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Right. You gotta you gotta I mean, you don't wanna make your signals too vague. Sometimes you just gotta put it out there. (laughs) Don't worry. We're really oppressing them.
3: <laughs> yeah. Well, and the, uh, to and Jixon's point, the, there is a, a warning that you had to put before each story or throughout any video, warning, this entity is known to provide propaganda. Consuming propaganda may be detrimental to your health and health of the republic. Wow. Yeah. That's something. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, directly in conflict with the First Amendment of the Constitution. That's crazy. But they're trying. They
0: got a little power. Push. Also in Oklahoma, and Oklahoma... Hey, wait,
2: there's more. Yeah,
0: <laughs> an Oklahoma lawmaker is facing backlash after proposing a discriminatory bill that deems gang members specifically of Hispanic descent as terrorists.
3: <laughs> well, was it just gang members or was it just Hispanics? Oh, it's Hispanic uh, uh, gang but- members specifically as terrorists. There you go. Yeah.
0: Hispanic gang members, yes. Uh, it seeks to combat problems such as drugs and human trafficking... Uh, laying out punishments to those who have committed these acts of terrorism. That's in quotes.
3: Mm. Damn.
0: Yeah. The hell out so, of <laughs> And be- because of the, uh, what, what was the nationwide thing? The, where the Homeland Security came from. Mm. Terrorists don't have the same rights as everybody else. And you can have a lot more freedom in how you uh, handle them.
3: Oh, right. Guantanamo, etc. If they're squatting in your house. Yeah. If they're squatting in your house and they're Hispanic, that, yes.
1: pff,
3: you can
0: lynch them. Yeesh.
2: That's only in Kentucky. Can't do that in Oakland. Uh, okay. Not
0: yet. <laughs> I, it's amazing. I, I hadn't seen state laws like this. Ever. Ever? Right. <laughs> they,
3: they haven't existed in, since the 50s. Maybe yeah. 60s. When the America
1: hell? was the greatest.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I would beg to differ. Oh, okay. your, your
2: says, woke minded agenda. Says the immigrant. <laughs> yeah.
3: Says the immigrant woman. Yeah.
2: The immigrant. I love that new name <laughs> on here, at least new to me. You sound like a, I don't know, you sound like a later act in a Quentin Tarantino film. <laughs> Kill Bill, Act Two,
1: Volume Four, The Immigrant. Karen has got the woke mind virus.
0: Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I unfortunately I can't pull up this next article it has been paywalled apparently you're only allowed to read it once yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's from the herald com in West Virginia and it was it's West Virginia lawmakers trying to make thing make the state more a theocracy Um yeah I don't remember which one this was is this the one that was taking the uh the, the Ten Commandments and putting it in every school, not just K-12, through 12, but every college as well? In God.
2: I'm going to guess that's the next one. Oh, okay. The one labeled Ten Commandments in Utah. <laughs> 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 All
0: right, then I don't remember what the West Virginia one is, and it's paywalled, and I can't get to it. Well, and it's I'm not it... giving them $60 for six months. No. That's fair.
3: Um, in God we trust prominently displayed in each and every public school and higher education building statewide.
0: Oh, so it's In God We Trust. In God We Trust, yeah. And then in Utah, it was the Mm -hmm. Ten Commandments. Ah. They want to require every public school in the state to display framed copies of the Ten Commandments. And in this case, it specifically says that it has to be in English and it has to be the Christian Ten Commandments from the Bible. (laughs) Like, they're, they're very specific. They don't want any of this nonsense where you can put it in Arabic (laughs)
1: <laughs> they're learning.
2: Aramaic, yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: That's crazy. That's, uh, just... <laughs> yeah. I mean... I like that they even added framed. Yeah, framed. Like, they don't want... Yeah, you can't just slap up, like, a loose poster version on the <laughs> wall. <laughs> it has to be framed in English. Mm-hmm. Christian Bible version.
0: But then, the question is, which one? Because there are two Ten Commandments in the Bible. Oh, there is? Yeah. Yeah. There's the one that everybody knows, and then the other one that one of the commandments is don't cook a kid in its in its mother's milk oh,
3: oh, kid is in goat I'm yeah, hoping. it was
0: it was goat yeah okay <laughs> don't don't cook a baby's baby goat in their mother's milk, yeah, well, that's I whole... love the saying that don't cook a kid in in the mother's <laughs> milk' because... that's where I was thinking <laughs> a little more that. shocking,
3: yeah, but that that's where the the Jewish faith gets the um was it not halal that's that's the Muslim one kosher. Kosher, right? Yeah, you, you can't mix up your your eggs and your chicken and your milk and your kid, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Mr. Joshua. Sorry, I was basting a child in breast milk over here. I didn't catch what you said. <laughs> nice.
2: I
3: hear that's
1: how Hillary Clinton likes her small children.
0: Ah, seems likely. Cooked in breast milk. Okay.
2: <laughs> Underneath the pizzeria, a little milk steak. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I don't know, something about atheists <laughs> joking about eating children. It's yeah, not good. eating kids. Not good, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Classic. Uh, the last state thing that I have is in Missouri, abortion rights backers in Missouri are starting a ballot initiative to undo the ban on abortion. This is similar to what was uh, done in Ohio. Uh, there's 10 other states looking at doing it as well. Uh, the ballot measure proposed resembles, uh, in Ohio and Michigan, it would allow the state to restrict abortion after the fetus becomes viable or roughly 24 weeks, unless the treating medical professional makes a good faith judgment that the process is necessary to protect the pregnant woman's life, mental or physical health. Sweet. So, yes.
2: I hate it. It sounds so reasonable. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't sound like we're forcing anybody
1: to do anything.
2: This yeah. Is,
0: what the
1: heck? <laughs> yeah. What, what? What reason do I have to get out of bed in the morning?
0: <laughs> and so far, all of these have—I mean—they're all looking like it. They're passable because, again, it's reasonable, right? You're—you're uh, you're looking at people who are pro-choice. Who are abortion rights activists saying, "Yeah, we'll still ban abortion after twenty-four weeks unless there's a good reason." I mean, if that's not reasonable, I really don't know what is. Yeah, right.
3: Can we not actively try to kill women? That would that would be that would be nice.
0: How about we just try that? That sounds anti-American yes. to me. Yeah, <laughs> I was say, that is a
1: lofty goal. <laughs> yeah. Again, Karen, I ask, what reason are you giving me to get out of bed if I can't? <laughs> What did I get in the game for,
0: then? <laughs> Man. All right. That's all that's there. We're running along. Uh, there's an article on graphsaboutreligion.com. Who knew that was a website? <laughs> I found a, I found a new place to just browse.
1: Giving Higgy Pop a run for their money.
0: <laughs> Wait. I, graphs? I like graphs. <laughs> You're right. Well, it's full of graphs. Ooh. Maybe not full, but I think every page I've, I've been on has had graphs. <laughs> Nice. Uh, the article is entitled, Why It's Really Hard to Be Optimistic About the Mainline. Now, again, this is all religion, and the idea behind it is the age of your average Protestant. The, <laughs> and the percentage, specifically, the percentage of Protestants between 18 to 35 years old has decreased. In 1970, 9% Protestants were between 18 and 35, which is considered, wow. you know, the younger the younger members. 9% in 1970 in this year 1.7%. They're losing your the future. Yeah, that's why they're wow. so panicky. The
1: Yeah. That's why we need these framed copies of the fucking Yeah, right, <laughs> exactly.
0: from uh, Ryan Burge who wrote the article. He says that the rapidly aging denominations mark mainline protestants in the US as a species headed for extinction.
3: Yay. That
0: sounds really too optimistic to me. (laughs) Yeah.
3: (laughs) Well, I, I, again, but Republicans are idiots, though, because they think that kids today are going to be swayed by a poster on the wall. Yeah. Really? You think that's going to tip the scales, huh?
1: (laughs) No way, man. You got to put that shit in a TikTok. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Nope. These are
2: the same kids that are going to the library to learn about being gay. Yep. Yep.
3: You got to get rid of books, physical books.
1: Yeah. The library. <laughs> yeah. Ban those books. <laughs> those kids will never, ever get a chance to read them.
3: So uh, I, it's perfect, actually. So all kids have to do is not help their parents with technology, we'll be fine. Because they can't figure it out on their own. Because, again, educational is the situation, you know, they're stupid. So just don't help them with tech. Don't make their a Facebook account when they lose their password for the 75th goddamn time. Just let it go. <laughs>
1: And never ever tell them about audible.
3: (laughs) Right. Never tell them about audible well, it costs money. They're not gonna pay money for that anyway. Yeah. (laughs) Monthly money.
1: Or the (laughs) fact that there's well, I guess they're trying to ban books in public libraries too, but
3: But the Library of Congress. I mean, you can get any book online. Yeah. Kids do not live in the local library and do not look at posters in their schools, so
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna let the you know what? From now on when I hear about book banning, I'd be like, Yeah, just go ahead. Whatever but do you? Yeah, <laughs> totally going to make a difference. Totally.
0: All right, final story. Again, I wanted to end. I would say something fun, but it's it's I don't know. <laughs> it's it's still negative. Uh, in Peru, there were alien mummies in Peru. Boo! Mm. Uh, these were mummified alien bodies that uh, mysteriously turned up at the airport in Peru's capital last October. And people are like, oh, my God, Ooh. it's a small specimen of an alien, mummified. And uh, yeah, well, okay. as it turns out, the mummies are made from animal bones joined together with modern synthetic glue. So, you know, it's depressing because there's all these stories about the aliens in South America and how, you know, South American government's not squashing all the stories. So, you know, you get to hear all the made up shit is what it is. <laughs> yep. Total fake. Again, I really wish that there were evidence of extraterrestrial intelligence, but not so much. Yeah. I read somewhere this past week that um, the real conspiracy
3: and the reason that the government doesn't like to talk about it is because they don't know what it is. And that is more frightening for them. It's not that they're trying to hide the truth from us. The, tr- the truth that they're trying to hide from us is that they don't know what they are, and it freaks them the hell out. I'm like, oh, oh. that that
0: that sounds plausible. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I get all that except for the damn it. That does sound plausible, and it makes me go, "Oh, okay." I feel better yeah. now. Yeah, I don't know. Because the, the idea <laughs> that the government knows all about these aliens and that Trump was president and had <laughs> all the classified clearance and he didn't just spout out that, that you know that there were aliens that's True. unbelievable. Like I, you know, now
1: granted, I, but that might have been because we had people in place back then. Mm. Those career uh civil servants that were like
0: not telling we him
1: cannot, yeah and we're not we can't tell him about this one right <laughs> we just gotta hang
3: on for four years and hopefully he won't ask the right question we'll be all right <laughs> yeah
1: but he's gonna fire those people so we'll know for sure if he wins <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right that's about all i have just to to wrap around they are only up to 52 percent of the vote in in new hampshire uh, the numbers really haven't changed. 54% Donald Trump, 43% Nikki Haley. Everyone's calling it for Trump, which that's, you know, not too unexpected. It's just that isn't New Hampshire one of the states that allows everyone to vote in the primaries? Yes, it is. So
2: oh, brutal.
0: That yeah. is
3: brutal. It's an open primary. Yeah,
0: And he's still ahead by 11
3: points. Right. I like the fact that um uh, Biden won, even though people had to write his name in. <laughs> Yeah. For some reason, he did not appear on the ballot. And he won by, uh, what did he win by? Well, that doesn't make any sense. Oh, unprocessed.
2: I, I Dean Phillips and, <laughs> and Marianne Williamson aren't pulling in the big numbers like we thought. No. What about
1: Cenk Yuger? He's running too. Don't forget about him.
3: <laughs> so there are 54.4% are unprocessed write-ins.
1: <laughs> wow. Real quick before we go, did you guys hear this story about Trump? Not being on the ballot in Nevada because they just forgot to file the paperwork.
0: <laughs> I did
3: not.
1: I, I thought. I also did not. I right, will say that for next week. <laughs>
3: yeah, I thought there was a. Uh, are we doing a primary or are we doing a caucus? And there's competing in the GOP um, at the moment. So, that so, could have been it. Yeah, it's more complicated, but good Lord. Somebody named Paperboy Prince got 62 votes. <laughs> wow. Paperboy <laughs> Prince, <laughs> Vermin Supreme got 189.
1: Yes. My man. All
3: right.
0: Anything else this week? No. Negative. Okie doke. I think that's all we've got for this week. Uh, I want to thank our patrons for supporting the podcast, especially those of you who could be here and comment and listen to us live tonight. Big old Grumpy Wolf, Grinch McScrooge, Heston Kixon Mr. Joshua, and Spin Jim. And we lost Hypatia somewhere along the way. Uh, We Mm -hmm. do appreciate the comments and the feedback. If you enjoy this podcast, you can support it by joining them, sign up on our Patreon page, or sharing the podcast on social media, or leave a review for us wherever you happen to listen. Uh, If you want to contact us, you can on our Facebook page or at ProfaneArg on Twitter. Also, I'd like to encourage people to check out other podcasts on the Soon-To-Be-Named Network. That's the name of the uh, podcasting network. SoonToBeNamedNetwork.com will get you all the shows. Again, thanks for listening, and until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you. Good night, and may your God get with you.